Welcome to a new episode of the Indian Independent Films Podcast. Uh, this is Rahul Desai here, as usual, and uh, I am a film critic for Film Companion. Uh, I have with me my uh, good friend and the Wire film critic, Tanul Thakur. We are back again, and uh, here to describe uh, uh, another big film. Uh, March has been that sort of a month, and this is arguably the biggest film of the year so far. Um, I'd have to specify biggest Indian film of the year so far, because it is... Uh, RRR that we are talking about, which is the new Rajamoli film. Rajamoli, who last uh, uh, made the Bahubali movies. Uh, this is a pan-Indian film. It was shot in Telugu, but uh, uh, I think some of us watched it uh, dubbed in other languages. Those who watched it in Telugu with uh, English subtitles uh, are the more fortunate ones. But I have to specify, I watched it. Uh, I watched the Hindi version of the film uh, at a press show in Mumbai. Um, the, just a few words about uh, the, the premise of the film before we go on and discuss it. Um, uh, this is, as I said, Rajamuli's uh, first big release since Bahubali. Uh, it's been ready for a couple of years, but as we, as is the case with most films, the pandemic pushed the release. Uh, it, it stars uh, two massive Telugu stars, Ramcharan and uh, uh, NTR Jr. Uh, and um, Again, the story is by Vijendra Prasad. It is a period uh, epic uh, in, based in pre-independent India. Uh, it is uh, it opens with a talented tribal girl being uh, sort of almost uh, hijacked from a tribe in the forest uh, by a very evil British couple who we will know later in the film, a governor and his wife. Uh, and uh, the, then we are um, introduced to the protagonist of the film, Ramaraju, who is uh, who's a police officer working for the Empire, played by Ramcharan, uh, and uh, the, the and Bhim, who is um, from that same tribe from which the girl was kidnapped, and he uh, is basically pursuing uh, the Britishers to get the girl back. And uh, at some point, obviously, the two, the cop has been put in pursuit of this mysterious man who he doesn't know what he looks like and the film more or less uh, the narrative is a little as you might have guessed already a little loose a little uh, familiar we've heard it many times we will get into the specifics soon uh, it is uh, that kind of film where you know this is almost secondary to what happens on screen uh, uh, and there is also a lot of subtext which we'll, we'll probably get into soon uh, Tanul uh, what uh, did you uh, first of all you know i've not gone through any of the reviews but i was aware that you may not have liked the film as much as maybe i um yeah so before we obviously get into a detailed discussion just your reactions to the film of course big screen film one of the you know uh, one of the biggest in the last two two and a half years since the pandemic started so obviously overwhelming in that sense uh but uh, what were your reactions to, uh, to to the film, first reactions? Yeah, I mean, uh, overwhelming sure, but also nice in a sense that, I mean, I I, I don't think Delhi had a pressure, so I watched the first possible show in the morning at 9, I think. And it was just nice to see, given that it was such a big film, it was nice to see a lot of people in the theatre. It was just nice to see that sort of like uh, uh, bustle. I don't think it was a houseful or anything, but uh, there were enough people that uh, that uh, gave you a sense that uh, uh, hashtag touch word, that perhaps normalcy is returning and all of that. And 
it's it, it's kind of borderline funny for people like us that our metrics for measuring normalcy is just so uh, uh, markedly different from the rest of the uh, uh, from most people so i i really like that i i especially like the fact that uh, i i could see a lot of uh, telugu people in the theater also had gone to see a uh, uh, like you adapted hindi version uh, which is obviously very nice to see that you know an indian film that is uh, that is kind of like uh, that emanates from a specific quote unquote belt but still has the power and pull to get so many people interested and excited and uh, and uh, so yeah that felt really nice actually and and i was uh, i wouldn't say looking forward to, uh, to this film given that i mean there's just so much that's been happening that i mean you recover from gehraiyan you uh, collide into gangubai you recover yeah. from gangubai you collide into jhund to like you know uh, kashmir files and and there's just so much i so i mean I, before i could i mean gather my bearings i i was in the theater uh, in front of the screen playing rrr so i mean uh, yeah it it it, it felt uh, uh, i mean it's obviously an tent pole event film and uh, and i'd like bahubali uh, uh, i'd like bahubali one quite a lot bahubali two also i'd, I'd like uh, i i think we'd watch that together anyway i i i did want to address something about watching uh, the film uh, in uh, subtitles or in a dubbed version yeah. and all of that i think i i really want to make this point because it's been weighing on my mind for quite some time actually uh, is that obviously it is uh, it is ideal that you know you should watch the film in the way it's made and all of that you know not just medium specificity but also oral specificity that all of that and we are just so accustomed and just like the idea of watching i mean i'm just so acquainted uh, also for sorry so familiar with the idea of watching uh, films in a foreign language with subtitles uh, doing the commentary that uh, i mean uh, that at times i crave uh, uh, such an experience that said though i i'm not a huge fan or i'm actually not even a big believer of watching these kind of films in their subtitled avatars a because it's very difficult to be sure that you know uh, this theater will play uh, a film with the 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 subtitles i mean that's a huge risk especially in centers let's say delhi and bombay i mean that's uh, the, the, that's a very prime concern with respect to say getting your review out late and all of that every minute counts so that's that but that's not such a, a big problem second is something that i want to talk about and i'd gotten some flack for my kabali review uh, mm. which i'd seen in hindi and i'd especially commented on how sloppy some of the dialogues were in hindi and some of these big quote unquote journalist had sort of like uh, either uh, 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 made some sly remarks about my review or or or, or some were just straight up like i mean Uh, out there saying that uh, why is this, like uh, uh, flagging such a transgressive act first of all it is not transgressive at all i mean if there is a filmmaker if there is a studio that is selling your film as a product of which i have no problem and i do not mean product in a derogatory way i mean films are products even the best art house cinemas across the world that's a fact that's one second mm. is that if the film is especially very quote unquote productive say a rajnikanth tentpole film say like a rajamouli film and all of that and they are releasing it with subtitle uh, sorry uh, they are re- releasing it in a dubbed format then that becomes a a similar if not a totally uh, a, a slightly separate if not a totally different film and it is it falls on to them to make sure 
that everything about it right from the way the dialogues are translated in like hindi english or or whatever language the film is being subtitled uh, is is being dubbed in should be proper it is absolutely nothing wrong if a film is okay in say telugu or tamil version but it's uh, uh, it's dubbed version is bullshit and then people climb on to you saying that oh why did you not watch the uh, the original version the, the shit was better i mean that's not my prerogative the filmmaker gives you an option to watch these films in in like whatever uh, 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 environment they want it uh uh they want the public to consume it you know it's a, it it is a separate thing on its own we are talking about like say 1000 2000 perhaps 3000 or more screens in which these versions are playing they are on their own and they should be as good as tight as thorough uh as their counterparts in original languages and it's absolutely fair to point out uh things that did not work in in um in a quote unquote an adapted version i don't have an, any problem with rrr but i just wanted to get it out there i mean i i i it just it, it just feels that like you know people sometimes become too precious without a reason uh thinking that like you know i mean i i'm not a big fan of such purism i i would have been if this were like an ideal world where you can put out a review anytime whatever but again as i said that is not even the bigger of my concern the biggest concern here is rrr hindi is a product rrr tamil telugu these are products and they should be to the best of their abilities because we are paying money to consume them and they are being released on such a large scale and they will get massive monetary benefits so that was that sorry for this for this thing yeah. but i i it was yeah. weighing on me for some time anyway uh, with respect to the film uh, I'll, i'll i'll just uh, first uh, 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 give my uh, brief uh, this thing uh overview and then we can sort of like uh, go into yeah. details and all of that later so i mean uh i i did not uh i mean i've seen the trailer i've seen a trailer many times and it was just so weird with respect to rrr i mean i've seen the trailer at least 10 times uh since i started uh, going to theaters properly i think with west side story i think west side story screening in december was the first uh, time i think i seen this trailer and it, just it's just so weird it never happened before i just couldn't understand the story at all i mean that this is not rajamouli's fault but i'd seen the trailer some eight or 10 times i'd, I'd even asked a mutual friend tatsam in this case uh that like you know <laughs> i just it's just so weird dude i just can't seem to understand the story and then he told me the story i still did not understand anyway so so i was like what is this film about and why am i so dumb like whatever but then when i when i went into it i uh, it's it, it's sort of like i mean, I mean like uh, like most impressive rajamouli films it kind of like uh, builds its world very nicely and 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 then it sort of like you know it 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 it, it was something that i'd mentioned in my review as well i think that's how it started it that in the first 15 20 minutes it, it just gets very clear right from the outset what rajamouli is trying to do which is essentially to bring the style of masala filmmaking into the uh, into the terrain of pre independent india and what i thought was particularly interesting was the fact that <laughs> masala filmmaking is obviously very much a post independence phenomenon where you know i mean you have like a, it's 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 our take on uh, the pot boiler genre with a lot of uh, indian quote unquote tadka spices uh, thrown in which when done well is is just riveting and and i thought this this choice was particularly interesting at uh, this style sure i mean this is kind of like rajamouli's 
adoptive home ground so i mean it's not surprising but what was surprising was the choice of the subject itself and and the choice of the setting wherein essentially it kind of it can be read as as a commentary on a director in a free independent india using a a style that is very synonymous to uh, the independent country going back in time to sort of fight the bad guys which is uh, which is the britishers in this case and then using that tool to sort of like make not just cinema or the story even but his characters win and so so in a sense it almost feels like the 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 very uh, uh, you know hyper blown mainstream indian the, the style of mainstream indian cinema is being used as a way to liberate indians uh, from the clutches of british i thought that was very interesting and i thought uh, it had like a lot of potential and a lot of scope to to go where uh, uh, rajmouli uh, wanted it to i mean i'm i'm sure it went where it wanted, or or where i wanted it to let's just be very honest uh, but uh, but yeah, i mean i i i was constantly uh uh, uh thinking about these sort of things very very much taken by some very stunning set pieces and and what what is just very beautiful about rajamouli's films especially bahubali uh, is that i mean you know <clears throat> the stunts and all of that they don't exist in isolation although i did change my mind about that uh, a later into the film we can talk about it uh, uh, in time but uh, but the sense of i mean that that this is not just some a mindless rohit shetty cars blowing up or 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 the sense of like this one guy beating up 20 people that sort of shit happens here as well at times but it's just uh the decorative package and what is in it everything is just so beautifully musically synchronized the rhythm is so nice and everything at least that's a lot of it i felt uh, for the for the initial part of the film and and then i sort of uh, uh, i like the way the story was set up as well to the point and and i was like all right i am i am in this and i'm ready for the ride that's where i was in the initial portion of the film uh, i'll talk about uh, some of my experiences uh, in detail later hmm. yeah i mean i sort of and that's a great point about the style of rajamouli and what it means in context of rrr you know like the whole pre independence mm. sort of independence uh, genre uh, the fact that you know most period uh, dramas that are based on real life characters as and as we know here uh, which i should have mentioned earlier is like it is based on real life freedom fighters and this is a mm. fictionalized version of their life and what it's it's almost a what if genre right it takes an undocumented period of their lives and imagines what might have happened if their lives had collided during the uh, freedom struggle during the indian freedom struggle against uh, the british so i found that very fascinating that while most period movies uh, tend to by default adopt this western style of filmmaking uh, especially because the thing about making uh films based on history or in the past uh you tend to be automatically overly referential towards history right and that's a way, also a very indian thing and that's that's probably all over the world too so you tend to be very careful with your style with your filmmaking and with your artistic style of telling these films you want to be authentic but at the same time 
you want to do justice to a period you were not living in and uh, has been only written in history books and passed on over generations into a film's culture it's tied into a texture of a country basically so th- the style used is often very sober because the events itself are dramatic right most of the time especially when it comes to the uh, independent uh, struggle against the british and the freedom fighters and uh, you know we've seen a lot of films over the years deal with it it's the same thing with the holocaust and with the nazi uh, with the um, anti nazi narratives that are we see so often in modern cinema uh, and it was very it was at least very Which fascinating glorious bastards is insane right and and we that's a great point that you said and which is yeah. why that style itself is substance in a sense yeah go on i i it just came to me no no excellent because uh, inglorious is actually so meta that it's actually a revisionist not only of history but of style itself right the filmmaking yeah. language to tell uh, to tell these stories and that's why tarantino in general is such a revered sort of filmmaker i guess because because of what he does in terms of the craft and and how he sort of ties it into the culture of filmmaking itself so i feel like rajamouli is sort of very close to that as far as, far as an indian counterpart is concerned because the, his entire decision to make first of all it can almost be considered daring given how uh, given how easily indians tend to get offended these days um about about history especially we saw that with kashmir files and we will see that over the years uh, again and again uh, so so with with rrr you know taking a real life story taking real life people and turning it into this fantasy epic uh, is is quite brave and at the same time very fascinating because you are basically as as we mentioned about the tarantino thing he is sort of uh, almost reclaiming the language of post independence india of an independent country to tell a pre independent story which i found obviously as, as you mentioned it i realized that was really a good move uh, uh, and it makes sense it's not a gimmick it, it doesn't feel like it's there for the heck of it or it's because it's a rajamouli film that it is larger than life that it is audacious in its set pieces and what not and it's in, in its imagination and um the fusion of history and mythology of course we've seen that with uh, baubali which was more mythology than history but um, but in this one that entire marriage of both of them i felt like there were there were reason for it to be there and just like you said that about the action sequences where they don't exist in isolation and of course a rajamouli film is defined by these particular the scale of these sequences and the the absolutely bonkers sort of imagination in most of the sequences whether we like it or not the narrative is almost secondary to them but i like the fact that the action does not exist in isolation and is almost an extension of uh, the language it adopts you know it's an extension of the characters uh, themselves and especially in this case where you know we see sort of one sort of uh, uh, you know freedom fighter Uh, uh with tribal origins and uh, and the other sort of in disguise as a cop working for the uh, british but both of them joining forces the action acquires i mean all the set pieces which we'll come to uh, soon uh, i feel like they acquire a different identity altogether because even though we are seeing like these humans behaving like you know sort of larger than life superhumans uh, in most of these sequences it, it really does feel like uh, uh, almost like a sort of a it feels like an extension of who they might have been or what they meant might have meant to their people uh, in the 1920s in the when when they were alive when they were at the peak of their revolutionary stance and 
and i found that uh, you know I, i really admired the action in this film i i did enjoy the bahubali films quite a lot one and two and uh, for me still you know nothing really uh, measures up to that yet but i i will not compare this film to that because i just felt that even though both films may have been made by the same director and maybe use the same tropes narrative tropes uh, uh, I, i don't think they can be compared in terms of uh, how they are mounted and how the action is sort of shot and mounted as you said there's such a musicality to it here too and especially that lovely dance sequence which you know how dances song and dance sequences occur in most of these films as almost a break as we've seen in a lot of hindi historical biopics they they occur as a break in the narrative most of the time here but the fact that we see both of them sort of dancing with such frenzy synchronized frenzy in that song that i think it's called natu natu or nacho nacho in hindi mm. uh, uh, where both of them do it uh, you know almost have a dance off with the british uh, uh, with the british officer uh, with the arrogant british officer i felt like that musicality of that song is replicated in the action sequence towards the end of the film where both of them are required to uh, act in sync because one has broken his legs and the other has to support him and sort of uh, at the same time escape and defeat uh, Uh, the british forces so i just felt like that synchronization tied into the synchronization in the end of the film same way even the pre interval sequence with so many people are talking about where you know a bunch of animals are sort of let loose in in the garden of a palace and there's absolute chaos um i, I just felt that even there it's not random right those animals aren't coming from nowhere because we see a character like beam who is a gon tribal leader uh, uh, you know and who uh, basically was introduced in a sequence with a tiger and who sort of having to uh, uh, you know and he does tell uh, after sort of uh, uh, almost getting the tiger caught he does tell the tiger that sorry for using you and we we weren't clear back then what he was saying maybe is maybe he, he and his gang is using them for to you know for to eat um, basically to sort of uh, uh, for meals uh, but but only towards the middle of the film did that tie into what he meant by saying that so you know the, these little small little touches that sort of uh, almost uh, define a circularity of these action sequences i felt like these these were really well done and they only occur to you when you're watching uh, the action sequences and you you, you realize that they sprinkled across the film and and sort of give some character to the action so that it doesn't overwhelm the film at the same time and uh, you know and and doesn't also uh, sort of hijack the narrative and and for me uh, i think one of the best things about rajamouli's filmmaking especially in this film um, especially you know it, it's very easy to get carried away with your reputation as this india's biggest filmmaker uh and to 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 be known for your scale and to be known for your imagination but i love how coherent his action sequences are like there are a bunch of them in this film but you often tend to see that you can't figure out what's happening during the frenzy of a lot of choreographed action in a lot of films like marvel movies being the worst of them uh and and you know when when do you do see so much vfx and so much visual effects sort of really hijacking a particular 15 or 20 minute uh, you know action sequence uh, you don't tend to be too aware about the geography of characters about where they are or what they are doing how their blows are landing on each other uh, and and you know how one person reaches from one space in a frame to the other space in a frame but rajamouli's sort of action is very simple without being simplistic 
uh, and it also all sort of cumulate it's cumulative it adds up and creates something you can almost see the world building within an action sequence the choreography building within a sequence and that rhythm is really rare to achieve in a film as big as this and in in a film that means so much to so many people given that you know you have two rival superstars who really appear together and and you know there's so much of their heritage uh, behind the characters they play in this film so it's very easy to get carried away i just love that i i am never lost during his action i am never during these action sequences i'm never sort of wondering how one person did this to the other or how one animal sort of reached from here to here i'm always very very in sync with what is happening on screen and that you know as we know and as we've seen more and more money being thrown on the walls by a lot of filmmakers who want to make such films that as we've seen is very sort of rare and and for me uh, that rajamouli gets these basics right uh, without you know sacrificing the sort of uh, character of each of these scenes is a, it is a big deal absolutely and i think you know uh, even though i mean and uh, i'll i'll perhaps touch on it later why rrr did not work for me later and perhaps like eventually sometimes i just feel uh, especially uh, uh, with respect to rri rrr sorry i felt that uh, i i just i i just wanted to write more and more about the action sequences uh, as well or at least like write say a, a separate piece or do a video piece or something just because what he does in even if like say for me in this case uh, it did not uh, 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 work as well with respect to elevating the film uh, as compared to say bahubali but uh, but still i mean what he achieves uh, say if, if if those things like his action sequences on especially on the scale that they amounted and for the duration that they often go on uh, the kind the way that they speak to the audience member the, 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 the uh, way that they uh, are materialized and and the way they are uh, yeah it's a spectacular achievement not just in the not just in terms of uh, indian cinema but just spectacular achievement point blank period you know so uh, and i think uh, it's important that we and which is what i mean i, I kind of felt slightly bad about maybe that i wanted to talk about these things as well but like in some detail or perhaps in a lot of detail but obviously you can't include everything and and you so need to foreground uh, your uh, your thoughts about the film in the review uh, but i mean that said though uh, i think it's 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 uh, it should not be even if the film did not work for somebody like say some such someone like me i mean it's very important to qualify that what rajamouli achieves with his action sequences in this film uh, or even in his previous films and all of that is by no means a minor achievement even if they did not work in a if the film uh, did not work for various other reasons for somebody and i think the way that he uh, goes about in doing it as you said right that like it's uh, it's everything is just so coordinated uh, to i mean a musical precision everything is just you are never lost as you mentioned you are never sort of like in the sense that uh, you know it's uh, that is just something random that this is just like this is just an expression of code and code style and while you were talking i i got reminded of like one of the most famous interviews of mine uh, which kind of like uh, not famous favorite sorry which which will perhaps make some sense to me uh, about what uh, what rajamouli is doing so this interview of uh, uh, gabriel garcia marquez in paris review that i had read a long time ago 
and obviously marquez is known for magical realism crazy things happen in this film uh, so sorry in his in his books and all of that and yet they feel so real so so somebody had asked him that you know why uh, how do you go about in achieving it and all of that and and i remembered this interview and what he said because uh, in hindsight a lot of similar kind of a stuff is happening with rajamouli's action sequences as well where things are so overblown so over the top so almost not almost just unbelievable shit and yet you believe it yet you buy it yet you are invested in it and i think marquez really nailed it when he said that uh, you know the key to magical realism is just one thing it's the details if i tell you that elephants were flying in the air you will not believe me you will think i'm a crazy person but what if i tell you 132 elephants were flying in the air you will perhaps stop and pause and think that huh 132 maybe you know so so i think it's fantastic i mean and fascinating what what kind of rajamouli also does here right i mean uh, their action uh, his action sequences unlike as i said rohit chetty and like many many mediocre action sequences including in many of these uh, uh, very pot boilery stuff that hollywood never gets tired of and no film industry in the world will ever get tired of but that kind of a thing like really uh, runs its course out very quickly at least for somebody like me and you and i'm sure many many other people where we think that action sequences are just you know they are just fillers they are just like wasting our time like terrible terribly picturized songs and all of that you know where wherein the filmmaker wants you to believe that ki ha if this thing goes on for 3 minutes regardless of whatever and if we keep amping the pomp every 20 seconds it it is going to land with the viewer that's the laziest way of filmmaking and that's the style that has of course persisted but rajamouli doesn't do that at all i mean i went into baubali with like a lot of apprehension and a lot of whatever but what really blew my mind was that everything was just so well thought out even the things that and and which is to say that he reveres the he sweats the small stuff that he reveres the details and the specificity so much that sometimes it can uh, that uh, that you may not even think that uh, this is this is the case uh, at play but that's one of the biggest reasons why those action sequences speak to us there is one sequence in bahubali uh, i actually in fact even asked uh, a cinematographer kk sandil kumar who shot this movie as well in goa back in 15 when he had come to give a master class so there is one sequence in bahubali where this guy i i think prabhas i think he shoots an arrow into into the enemy's camp and all of that and the the camera uh, is following the, the the trajectory of the arrow and all of that and its speed is okay till 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 mid air till the point it's kind of like you know going up in the air and all of that at midpoint in the flight as the gravity takes in the speed of the camera matches i mean the, the camera is accelerating in sync with with the arrow itself and i thought that was just stunning and and that was that, that's just one example that stayed with me if if i watch bahubali again uh, or even rrr again i can i can perhaps say like, give more such points where you know i mean it's i i i just found it fascinating that you know even in that really high, overblown moment you still <laughs> kind of you still want to dignify physics uh, for whatever reason right like and and it kind of speaks to you in a in a such a subconscious way it's almost i mean these uh, are these connecting the dots and and all of that in many many good films irrespective of genres or almost happen as afterthoughts and it just uh, it just makes for not just very compelling viewing but uh, but at times it forces you to you know sort of pause and and just think that there is a lot of 
there there is a lot that is going on here that of course meets the eye and that is the true artistry of somebody like rajamouli and and what i especially also appreciate about his action sequences uh, which is there in rrr as well of course that they are very indian they are just it, there are some things in his films that can only happen in india just because the way our culture is just because the way certain kinds of conflicts take place and you know xyz i think that is just so beautiful that coupled with his just very very inventive sort of way of looking at you know picturizing these sort sorts of conflicts uh just is very heartening because what you are always looking for is is a very indian way to tell a story no matter you, uh, whether you are, are picturizing a great battle sequence or whether you are picturizing a really small intimate moment between a father and a son or anything else right i mean something that is not derivative but with respect to bahubali forget uh, with respect to rajamouli forget about it being derivative it sort of i mean these are often expressions of cultures in a sense an expression of thinking style so to speak uh, of of a, an indian person and i think that is just so nice uh, to see because i mean what's the point i mean if all action sequences start looking similar yeah. and they actually do in fact i mean in many films right like uh, across the world especially in the era of now netflix amazon other ott players where you know all these uh, points of references are just so uh, immediate and direct uh, so yeah i mean the, this is this one point that i really wanted to uh, 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 sort of like put out there before uh, we sort of discuss more uh, with respect to what didn't work for me and all of that because i thought that if i if i wouldn't it it would just be a very very big disservice because what rajamouli does is not just and something we mentioned in the review as well i don't remember exactly but uh, <clears throat> but it's not just some cg pomp it's not just some i mean some of the things were obviously very cg some of the things didn't work for me as much but still it's not as if like the dude sat on a computer and like you know created uh, uh, these worlds i mean even even doing that with this level of imagination is very very impressive but it's just to sort of like a a a a spotlight the fact that this this kind of a uh, spectacle i mean it's not everybody can do that's that's something actually that i want to make clear that it's not as if like you throw 400 crores at rohit chetty or 500 crores at rohit chetty give him everything and give him this story also and tell him that boss tu ye kar de no that 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 it requires it's not just big money it's not just you know uh, you having uh an access to a vast arsenal of resources it's not it's not just uh, cg gimmickry it's uh, it it comes from a specific place and i think it's it's really important that as viewers or as film critics or whatever just lovers of cinema we sort of appreciate that even if let's say uh uh, uh their contribution if not their presence in the film for various reasons for say somebody like me in this case may not work as much eventually as it does for you and 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 before i i i throw it uh the the question back to you or or i mean uh you talk of you sort of get into the more uh 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 uh, uh dive deep into the film it was interesting while reading your review i mm. i could uh obviously nod at many many points and many things that i thought on similar lines but it's again like such a film is is also such a fascinating experience in almost human behavior that your points are obviously very much similar to what i made uh, what i thought of in my head although i didn't put them down because it, uh, i wanted to do justice to a different line of thought but it's just so fascinating that 
you write these things that i'm agreeing with it but i disagree with your final conclusion but i also see where you are coming from and why it would work for uh, for say a viewer like you and something that doesn't happen uh, 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 a lot with respect to people reading our pieces where it's it's essentially ki i mean uh, uh, motherfucker whether you agree with me or not and if you don't then nothing like nothing that you said felt or wrote or you know sort of teased out yeah. your various strands of thought uh matter so i mean it just it just felt very really nice to uh, sometimes read uh, such pieces i think jhundo is another example i think it often happens when our sort of like uh, say core uh, 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 judgment or core experiences about something differs judgment not experience as much uh, and uh, and yeah i mean sometimes you would just want to add the cost of something very arrogant i would just say that what i do to you sometimes some other reader would do to me or perhaps to you as well <laughs> so yeah yeah no absolutely and, and as i said you know i love that this happens so often because I, as recently as jund as you said yeah. you know because uh, I, i feel like we are taking back more or less the same strengths and uh, flaws in a film it's just the it's just the quantity of how much those flaws affect us or those yeah. trends affect it's the magnitude of what we feel when we see them some of them are deal breakers for me some are not for you and vice versa and i am yeah. guessing the same thing is more or less holds true for this film too like i and i remember while discussing jund and you know in that podcast i feel like we were literally saying the same things but yeah. it was so point out that you know those things that you know really you were willing to sort of forgive in a film and look at what is good in the film was not enough for me at the same time and that's mm. i'm guessing given that you were so eloquent about the action sequences in in this rrr um you know and the fact that you thought so much about those sequences and that you wanted to write in about the action very uh, at length in your review which i did end up doing eventually because this is what yeah. i took back from the film yeah. because i knew very aware that the second half sort of dipped for me and that i was you know sort of scratching my head sometimes saying okay build up build up par kitna and i'm i'm worrying <laughs> you know in the second half saying okay will this dilute my experience of those sequences or will i mm. come back stick with those sequences in my head and saying this is the identity of the film this is all what i want to take back to because you know i'm not as well acquainted with the cultural with the politics of the mm. film with the sort of cultural nuances as most of us from who are not from the south are not and and you know yeah. i i will come to that point later because i even i have a question that i've been struggling with uh, uh, towards the end of the podcast but but that's the whole point like i feel like the for me the action sequences and these 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 um over the top sort of spectacles that we saw dotting the film every like 20 or 25 minutes sort of took uh, sort of gained precedence over the very simplistic storytelling in between over the very you know templatey sort of uh, you know almost like comedy followed by drama followed by emotion yeah. followed by you can see the screenplay slotted into various boxes right and that that is a that's a thing with mainstream indian films across not just south films um not just telugu cinema um so so for me and it's interesting that you did uh, you make the point about the action being very indian you know because whenever i see uh, whenever i see action in films like this and bahubali and what not i like of course they need to be indian or like the bansali films of late like in the last yeah. eight or nine years um 
I'm like okay it's based it's it's a sort of a period uh, epic so of course uh, it's based in sort of you know an india that we weren't familiar with so of course the action will have to be indian right but it's not as simple as that right it's about yeah, the action yeah. looking it's about it's it's like saying doom 3 and dawn 2 which were some of my most i i dislike those films to my core uh, uh, those just because those films were based abroad uh, means yeah. the action was not indian enough the whole point is that they were based abroad is fine that is the narrative that is what the story demand that is what the characters are based but the action not being indian has a lot to do with the language as you even rightly mentioned with the language of the action with the choreography of the action even the indian air looks different and even the the way people move through the sky or through the the, the sheer audacity of the, the the inventiveness of rajamouli will only work in a context that you know allows you to see like animals let loose in a palace garden and then still being able to pull it off despite that it's it's not that the characters are indian so the action is indian it's just it is a it is almost that very intangible aspect of filmmaking that you can only see and detect at times but you can't really define and it's the way it's the way indians dance different to others or the way any nationality a person might dance or walk or move differently than others that's what, the same holds true for action sequences too and action sequences are such a thing that we've been brought up on like people like you and me have grown up in the 90s and then you know 2000 or when back when sort of action cinema was really uh, you know the proper sort of uh, big ticket events that they were as as opposed to now when i'm a little wary of when indian filmmakers try to make action or when i hear action film i think of john abraham and vidyut jamwal and and you know all these guys and i'm like you know it's really michael bay can come here and direct all of this with his eyes closed and he is still one of the worst filmmakers there so it's it's just it's one of those things where people like rajamouli need to exist for that matter alone for for that purpose alone and and i'm very glad that you know when his film does come out once in 5 years or 3 years or whatever it is uh you know the reactions the the feeling of awe is still the same no matter whether we like or dislike the film that that gas that comes out sometimes during the film is very indian in a sense and and i like that because we we tend to lose a uh, perspective of what hindi cinema or what indian cinema stood for for the longest time and it keeps evolving it keeps morphing into different forms but but this feels like very genuine and authentic at the same time but given that you did talk about uh, all of this so you know so very uh, thoughtfully i am now curious to know what didn't work for you in the film yeah i mean uh, you i mean nothing great you you i think mentioned some of the things uh, yeah uh, while talking about it right now and it's again you mm. know I'll, i'll 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 come to it uh, uh, obviously in some detail uh, but you know while reading your review i i got the sense and i mean this thought came to my mind and it has often happened i mean we can we can take uh, like films that we have kind of disagreed on say like say from october to like there are many films like jhond or whatever right i mean i think it's 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 very interesting we haven't spoken about this or i have i haven't discussed this with anyone else also but i think often happens when there's a good film a good by good i actually mean that a film that's obviously not objectively bad uh, wherein like it does work for a lot of people and even when it doesn't work for you you can admire several if not many things in it and you can 
come to some sort of an uh, a consensus with somebody else saying that ha acha i i i get your point what you're saying it just didn't work for me and it often happens that once like say especially in a spectacle like uh, say rrr i i have a feeling uh, and not just rrr it could be any other film as well i have a feeling that at one point somebody's like somebody who didn't like the film i mean their uh, 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 the their cord with the film snaps and after that the chances are very high that uh, the what the film is uh, in the way that the film is unfolding may keep impressing uh, uh, another viewer uh, who's i mean uh, you know whose umbilical cord with the screen has not been severed and those mm. very things will start to you know arc the person who has sort of like been ki no boss this is not working and then it keeps adding on and on and on and on and on i have often seen this happen with me uh, so not often but at times uh, because when i go back and read uh, somebody else's review and all of that i'm like no these things just absolutely didn't work for me no this also so yeah so now i'll come let's start with what i had um, my reservations and all of that so as i said like at the start of the podcast the first 30 40 minutes i i quite liked and all of that i especially like the fact that i mean we we recently saw it in sadar udham so it wasn't as novel but if we would have seen it before sadar udham which is when i think the film was ready it would have uh, uh, made a uh, uh, an even an, an even bigger impact which is essentially ram charan playing this crown stooge uh, for for quite uh, a long stretch of the film in a film that's obviously set in pre independent india that's not the kind of thing that you see in our films uh, uh, that that's a very rare phenomenon that a, Yeah, the Indian hero, Indian film hero, is sort of like you know, uh, colluding with with the masters, who is actually a hero in the narrative. So, so it's a uh, uh, so I thought all those things were quite well done and everything, and the way uh, these stories were sort of like uh, uh, were established. I mean, the action sequences and all that which you spoke about. But after a point, I wanted the film to get a move on. You know, I wanted it to come to a point that. what's happening so the first thing is that i knew that boss uh this guy uh, ram the the british cop is a hero in real life so is bhima played by uh, ntr junior so you obviously know that these two people will come together uh, sometime later in the film that is not a surprise to me that is not whatever so i mean obviously i don't know ram's plan in the movie but it is clear that whatever it is uh, but it is clear that he does have some sort of a thing that at the end of the film he he would have changed or before or or definitely sometime before because the filmmakers also want to also want to milk or cash in on the chemistry which is fine that's not a problem so i was like okay when are these two meeting and what is his motivation why is he behaving like this that was my first thing now the thing is the even though i was enjoying the action sequences and all of that i wanted the film to come to the point it just wasn't it i mean you know and 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 that's what some of the things so say that nacho dance sequence right i love the idea i love the way it started and all of that but a minute minute and a half goes on and then i'm like okay can we move on i i know i mean it's 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 there for setting a tone i know it's therefore like you know it has its purposes and all of that but i just thought that you know that that as beautifully the thing is choreographed and all of that i just thought it overstayed its welcome with respect to other uh, with uh, uh, like other thing now the second thing is 
Now, if you remember, I think in our Jhun Pot and sub podcast, I spoke about you know me harping on where well, it didn't take long for me uh, uh, to get there. That like I harp uh, uh, a little too much at times on transitions as to make me believe when the film is going from point A to point B, uh, point A to point C, the point B has to be solid. If not solid, at least like it has to be decent. It can't just be that. Yeah, this is done. No. It, so I found the story, the screenplay, and I, and again like. I keep I keep going back to Bahubali, and it's very interesting how you said that you know there's no point comparing or very little point comparing these two films. I but I can't help myself from comparing, and and this is where I think uh, some of our divergences take place. But uh, mm. but you know it's uh, I just found the screenplay after the point to be just very convenient. मतलब now this guy this Bhim guy is looking for uh, uh, this girl and all of that, right? now uh, it's obviously a very it, it, it's a tough thing to like you know uh, to find a little girl like that where uh, whatever i thought that in itself could be something interesting ki bhai how does he reach her how does he like like what happens because this is such a this is such a important part of i mean this is the film uh, so to speak right like uh, uh, this this kind of insti- uh, insights like the main climactic violence and much other big things in the film now this guy sees this uh, 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 a british woman randomly now she is just sweet and all of that and then we get some sort of a lagan kind of like uh, thing happening then there is some very comical uh, english hindi thing which just didn't work for me i thought that was very stale ki yaar theek hai well not but not a big deal obviously but then you find out that like you know boss ye to i mean this this little girl is staying with her and i was like yaar thoda to matlab you should have a uh, a uh, uh, spend some time you know uh, making your protagonist sort of like fight or like you know do some do something uh, the writing can't uh, just do the you know uh, it can't uh, do the writing uh, for you or thinking for the characters then when this guy ram he wants to like uh, uh, infiltrate the rebels group and all of that he very conveniently finds a painter who happens to know bhim and like just not happens to be no bhim but like you know is very very thick with him when late in the film when ram uh, is proposing this plan to governor scott uh, that like you know to change the uh, 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 hanging location from the cell to like the to the, the shore of yamuna he very readily agrees i just didn't buy that you know there were many things like that uh, especially like towards the end when this guy is crawling on the ground it's it's beautifully uh, looking scene uh, wherein he's tapping like uh, the flo- uh, the the mm. what do you call it, the grass or like the ground uh, to sort of whatever it goes on for quite some time i just again found it very very uh, unbelievable that why would he not be found out why would it be so easy you know stuff like that and then then there were other several points as well which sort of like gave me the feeling that again unlike bahubali wherein there is uh there was a lot of intrigue i mean what i loved about that movie was that you know it wasn't just uh the pomp and the spectacles which they were and they were magnificent but it gave us a reason to wait for those pomp and spectacles it it wedded us to certain things and and it wasn't just pomp and spectacle even if you remove those things on its own bahubali tells a pretty interesting story it is uh, there are things that you would want to know about people even if not people it's a very much a, a past plot driven thing you want to know about the world you want to know i i i still remember before the, uh, the climactic fight happens 
they properly strategize i think for a good 10 12 minutes in this gorgeous scene under that red tent or something wherein you know you exactly that's in rajamolism at its best where you find out that this is how they are going to you know navigate their way through the mess this is their strategy this is their whatever now obviously this is a different film but what what i found missing was this very distinct element of you know intrigue this distinct element of okay why should i what will happen next or if this doesn't happen what is uh, uh, going to go wrong with these characters they are in a particularly uh, uh, troubling situation how will they might how will they find their way out of it you know these very basic human questions again obviously it can also so happen that these questions can look so incidental or it, it may have perhaps seemed very incidental to me on a on a different day or for a different film uh saying that like you know those things yeah sure i i understand that uh, they are this jar a bit at times but i mean they are not really the point the main point is is the spectacle and 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 the beautifully uh, choreographed almost uh, action sequences and the feelings that come from it but uh, in this it was a problem for me uh, how do i i'll put it uh, but i'll i'm i'm, I'm going to uh, uh, cut short my answer because this is the final thing that i want to talk about uh, after you have spoken but then i'll i'll mm. just uh, uh, wrap it up by just saying something else uh, making one more point sorry that you know by the time the movie got over uh, so sorry uh, uh, we went into the interval 95 minutes had passed and i was like mm. okay it's still like sure we have the, the plot has moved uh, thoda sa of course i mean now these two people know that they are antagonistic towards each other openly antagonistic and all of that whatever so i wanted the the movie to sort of like you know just jump from there and just take me now this might sound mm. like one of the screen writing lessons or whatever but what do we see after that i mean after the movie movie uh, the movie has left us with a very tantalizing sort of like a cliffhanger midway uh, i got really pissed off by seeing that bloody 10 12 or a 15 minute long flashback wherein ajay devgan is there we are we are finding out about you know the motivation of this guy ek to i was like ki bhai ye to matlab ek to i knew ki this guy is gonna i mean he's a nice guy and all of that now you are telling me that he's a nice guy and giving me detailed explanation which absolutely stagnates the plot after the 95th minute mark my interest hmm. is already waning you are losing me boss it is just uh, it, again it's not as if like ajay devgan uh, uh, has performed poorly or those action sequences and all of that that they are not done well of course they are or or that is particularly poor performance or anything no everything is okay like uh, it's quite good even but it's just not fitting in with my overall scheme of things and then what is the next scene that we cut to the next scene that we cut to is uh, this guy uh, being uh, being flopped by ram in the full in, in full public view where scott governor and his wife uh, are also present Oh, that scene also goes on for like some ten minutes. I'm like, again, yeah. it's just these are just very stagnant stuff. I actually timed the whole shit. Those two sequences alone, they take twenty seven minutes. So now ninety five plus twenty seven. I am at I <laughs> I am sounding like a math professor here and making this really boring. But I'm like, bhai, two hours have gone. I'm not getting like you. You need to get a move on, and it, it seems very weird saying this in a Rajamouli film. Because Rajmouli film is moving on all the time, so I was like, "Yeah, no, it's not." I mean, get me to the heart of it. 
and when it does get to the heart of it there are obviously many things to admire but you're again like this just high and dry wali feeling that you're sort of left mm. with ki yaar just just wed these two things very properly just just think a bit more so yeah these were things were something that kind of pissed me off i'll talk about it in a bit but yeah i mean uh you uh, feel free to i mean yeah. contradict me i mean nothing to contradict as said but like yeah just how these things didn't bother you or anything else that that you thought about them yeah, yeah so basically in as i mentioned earlier the second half is was a yeah. problem for me you know uh, except you know i sort of relegated it to like one line in my review uh, but um, <laughs> but but the you know the funny part is that as you said you know those the flashback first of all i was very impressed that they reached the 95 minute mark without a flashback without mm. sort of having this duty to explain context to us which is such mm. an indian thing to do by spoon feed mm. us and let us know why what this ramcharan is doing exactly who is he mm. really is he actually a stooge or what and you know mm. i sort of of course the flashback comes right at the beginning of the second half so you mm. know immediately that he's actually a hero you know sort of disguised as an anti hero which we knew from the beginning to be honest and for me it wasn't about sort of the suspense or uh, or what comes next or uh, uh, you know uh, or basically the entire sort of uh, feeling of needing to know what happens next it was more about um, when will you get to the point as you said you know it was like um, Uh, sure the first half was so good that the second half by uh, you know almost inherently feels like you know almost a dip almost a fatal dip for the first 30 minutes and and i'm and same the flashback the flogging went on for way too long it reminded me of passion of the christ and all they really got like <laughs> really got in very much stuck yeah. into like that air sort of torture thing and all and with the britishers acting super evil and all but uh, so <laughs> very i found it very interesting then that i was like man this you know he is basically done so well for 90 minutes or 95 minutes of first half and he still like i looked at it almost from the other end of the prism saying wow you know it takes balls to not do anything for the next 40 minutes or so like what <laughs> yeah. exactly like what i found very fascinating is that he really pushed me to the absolute brink of disliking mm. and not like of liking and disliking the film till he got it back yanked it back in the end like as you mm. said you know that as you so nicely put that that sort of umbilical cord did not snap but it came so close to snapping that i was impressed by the end that he pushed me right till that like i st- i realized that okay there is a limit to it and he reached that limit and almost crossed it and i'm still sort of yanked back like uh, this this like this rubber band basically and i like the fact that you know he really pushed the uh, the ram character uh, right till the brink of what we thought was you know of morality basically because you know here is a hero acting as an anti hero and yet he sort of really doesn't mind torturing bhim and despite them being friends and what not and the fact that both of them come on the same page only with say 20 minutes left was for me yeah, it was like for well, it was inexplicable inexplicable uh, but because i was like how do you how do you do that on a film of this scale it's such a risk as we said you know to have uh, two heroes sort of not really being heroes through the film 
and playing sort of stooges and i'm not i'm willing to basically sacrifice the integrity of heroism of this of this indian uh, larger than life cinematicness uh, just to sort of be so obsessed with their end goal i thought it was very interesting that they pushed it right till the brink uh, till that final sort of nice 15 minute action sequence happens towards the end where both of them join forces finally when they are on the same page of course alia but rescues the world but you know <laughs> she was there only for one she was there only for one scene and more of a footnote and you know i didn't mind ajay devgan either and all and i get the i get the reason you know you're giving the whole thing on a platter and all but as i was watching it i was like okay i was getting a little annoyed and impatient saying no do not waste everything that you've done so far and as rooting for the film you know my main emotion was rooting not cynicism saying okay this is going where i expected it to it was nice till it lasted i was actually rooting for the film to sort of bounce back and when it did finally bounce back towards the end i was like okay finally i can breathe now because it was doing absolute nonsense till now and it really tested me it tested my patience but the fact that it had the it had the gumption to sort of come back with such force for me was i think redeeming enough uh, uh like my thing my cord hasn't hadn't snapped like maybe yours might have by by then and entire entirely justifiably so because uh, for me that sort of happens with so many other films and i know exactly what you mean by saying when you reach that land of no return you stop engaging with the film on the same level and you stop mm. uh, wanting to see wanting to see the film for what it is you start you know you start basically putting yourself into the experience which is a good thing also because uh, because then your expectations from the film will define your experience of the film too and and the fact that you know the film didn't go according to plan in the second half for me was both frustrating and impressive uh, at once i felt oh absolutely and i think um, it's it's a, obviously a great answer and sort of uh uh kind of proves not proves but sort of uh, reconfirms what i had in my mind and uh, and what i um, briefly mentioned in the podcast as well that you know that's it's a it's it's very valid to believe that the same things done in the same way can perhaps elicit uh, uh similar thoughts but yet arrive at absolutely different emotional uh, uh feelings uh, so to speak so when you said that you know you thought that it was very ballsy for the for the film to not have any uh uh, uh <clears throat> what do you call it any flashback any kind of like backgrounders uh for the first 95 minutes it makes absolute sense to me and although i did not think of it like that even though i would still maintain that uh, you know that ajay devgan thing didn't work for me although he as he said he was quite good but uh, uh but yeah i mean it's it's another example of like you know it's just these small things that can that can just make so much of a difference and uh, where in you were rooting for the film and i wasn't and uh, i mean i kind of feel ashamed to say that because you're supposed to root for every film that we go watch but i mean we are also human beings contrary to popular belief uh, and sometimes <laughs> you are like i mean i didn't want the film to to be bad obviously not but i was still like ha yaar this to is confirming what i had started to feel and now to boss i'm feeling this i'm feeling this very yeah. much so <laughs> so you know, it, it's just one of those things when like uh, when uh, something snaps and uh, and and obviously i mean if rajamouli would have done some uh, a few things differently for me uh, if you were only making a film for me i i think would have like just applauded the hell out of it because uh, it uh, 
after like this decently uh, uh, decent tone of disenchantment by the first half although it hadn't reached the 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 breaking point yet i i i would have really genuflected to him uh, but i i i just want to talk something like uh, very briefly about my second uh, point about it i haven't read many reviews so i don't know i mean i've read yours but not uh, others so i don't know if people are talking about it and all of that but i i just thought that uh, it uh, it needed some mention and all of that so there is and 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 just before that i'll just say that i am not very familiar like you with telugu cinema uh, i haven't seen much that's something that i desperately need to correct that said though i know quite a bit about the whole telugu landscape just because of my book over the last 4 years i've been immersed in the history politics geography of andhra pradesh and all of that because of whatever uh, so you know although i didn't know about like these two uh, uh, freedom fighters uh, who were at the who were in the film so now there is one thing that uh, this guy uh, ramcharan he's based on this i think uh, this aluri uh, sitarama raju uh, person uh, uh, in real life and uh, and something that i found interesting and i didn't think it was uh, it was of much importance for like a large part of the film uh, because it wasn't going in such a direction but then i just it it just went on and i just started to add two and two together and perhaps maybe i wouldn't have minded this in a different film but again like it just so happened so i mean i thought it was quite interesting that uh, uh, that this guy uh, 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 the sitarama raju uh, was based mm. uh, like was this person who like lifelong had fought for you know uh, the, for the rights of the adivasis and farmers and all of that i think died very early at 25 26 very young so this fire brand figure perhaps was not an adivasi himself uh, i think uh, he belonged to like a dominant caste now all of that again that his father was a photographer or whatever but uh, so i mean the film just absolutely ignores this aspect of his life which is okay it's not a deal breaker till now i mean you can make your person anything i mean given that you know i mean you are taking grammatical licenses and all of that that's quite clear but uh, if those things start to add up you start to think that ki what is the film's end game so that's this one point now at the start of the film and and that so you make this guy a uh, 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 work for the british and all of that and and he is this very sophisticated polished figure something somebody who you would not even picture as being in the vicinity of say farmers or adivasis and all of that he has his own a uh, uh, sophisticated way of going about things now the start of the film there is this one scene where he is very very upset because i think he's not been promoted even after mm. like uh, controlling the crowd and everything and then you get this scene where this guy is boxing and everything and there is very prominent om locket that's hanging from his uh, neck and then you see this uh, the, this pr- pretty prominent sacred thread on his body and you're like okay is this kind of required maybe okay theek hai like so it's just that's point number 2 that uh, it's playing at the back of my mind now <clears throat> at one point uh now the uh, other part of the film is actually about say the tribal people right like the gone tribe the, the film makes it very clear and everything and there is one exchange i think where these people are being described and i found hmm. the description very troubling or at least like something that was really remarkable uh, in a in a film and it's a film that is obviously i mean it's a it's it's standing up for the tribal people it's standing up for the for the you know for the downtrodden and all of that and in fact like that is one of the major major plot points that uh, a tribal girl is kidnapped and everything but just the way the film talks about them so um 
So I think somebody is introducing either Bhim or talking about Bhim. Something I don't remember who uh, said this, but Goan people are described mm. in a very weird way. They said that like you know they prefer living in quote unquote herds. and they become become yeah, yeah. quote and quote again like crazy like animals if if one of the uh, lamb leaves the like you know herd or or whatever i thought hmm. okay it's uh, there is something here it's not a particularly charitable view of them if at all it is really condescending and kind of like ties in with the historical way at which like you know indigenous people are seen not just in our country but anywhere else that like they are quote and quote uncivilized uh, that's the reason uh, one of the Biggest reason British has said that we uh, uh, colonize our country. Anyway, so that was that. These things are speaking to me in like you know, uh, uh, bits and pieces. Then we uh, find out like sort of later in the film uh, that like you know, obviously Ram is 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 this person and everything, and you know he's this guy uh, who was out there to like he had such a bigger plan in mind, which is okay. But then when Bhim says that like you know that when he finds out about his secret, which is again. very convenient he just happens to be i think in the same room or courtyard or or, or wherever where alia bhat's character is there and she like mm. just happens to like be uh, this person's i think fiance or love interest and tells uh, his back story and all of that and then i think he tells her or perhaps as later in the movie that like you know that it's it's uh, 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 i'm so sorry i mistook his intentions and all of that i was only looking for a little I I just uh, I was only looking for a little girl, but this guy was fighting for the whole country, which is fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, but then he says something which I was just it pissed me off, and he kind of goes on to say that like the tribal that I am, I couldn't even understand. Yeah. That point of time, I could start to get this very disconcerting feeling, like you know, of this kind of very lopsided a uh, a uh, a uh, uh, political or power imbalance between the these two people, and not just the fact that. uh uh this person is uh is uh, uh the tribal or he's unlettered and all of that the fact that like he uh, the 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 film chooses to emphasize this a few times or at least you know the there are these it's it's kind of building some sort of an in, interior hierarchy between these two heroes which i was not very like you know very comfortable with and then you sort of like see these uh uh Uh, these imagery from Ramayana and all of that, which is not to say that like you know anything with a religious iconography or anything with Hindu iconography uh, 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 inherently makes a film bad. That's just stupid to say. I have no problems with that. I mean, even though I am an atheist, that's that's not my. I'm 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 not hmm. a a stupid or a dumb audience member to see that you can't express your religiosity through cinema or 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 how deep faith. Uh, can not uh, in itself be a weapon in itself it can absolutely be i i have absolutely no problems i know many <laughs> so weird thing to say as how uh, so uh, white supremacists say that i have many black friends i would say that i have many believer friends or like you know people who are like uh, <laughs> who believe in like whatever and then they are not bigoted and all of that and i completely get that so it's not the it's not to say that like you know this this movie automatically becomes bad or say regressive when it uses uh, iconography from say ramayana and it literally almost uh, 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 makes this guy uh, um, you know this uh, uh, he turns into a ram like figure shooting arrows and wearing this sort of like saffron robe and everything but when it's coupled with all of these things it starts to paint like a really disconcerting picture coupled with what my uh, initial problems and 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 later problems with the screenwriting itself and then there are things from uh, rajamouli's previous film let's like say baubali uh, 
wherein there are repeated invocations to like kshatriya caste they are uh, that they are known for being brave and all of that i hadn't noted that in my review then because there were two or three dialogues and although they did tell you a few things about the mindset of the uh, director perhaps it they did not really bother me as much or the way say uh, the villains in uh, uh, bahubali uh, the first film they are they are sort of like uh, painted as these like again very stereotypical brutes with like blackened faces and intelligible speech and you know these really rotting teeth which is which just sort of signal uh, yeah. the the other in the most in the most unfortunate way uh, 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 possible so and these things started to sort of like align and i mean agar it's it's weird and it one should not perhaps think about it but randomly has said some troubling things about caste way back in the past 2012 saying that like it's it's not an inherently troubling institution in itself and stuff like that all and that's the, the 10 years is a long time you may have changed mind and all that i'm not here to judge his character or anything uh, so obviously i didn't mention all of that in the review but other points mm-hmm. i sort of like spoke about that like you know these things especially spoiler alert for people but like whatever like even in the last scene right or one of the last scenes there is kind of the builds hierarchy even in the eventual triumph right when this guy when they both win uh, like when they both like whatever uh, 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 defeat the britishers uh, this guy says that you know i just want uh, one thing which is that uh, you know uh, if you can teach me how to read and write hey i just again like these things may not have been a big deal for for someone else and i can perhaps understand that it's not as if like we are debating kashmir files here that i would be like boss these are like you know whatever so i wouldn't say that they are perhaps absolute deal breakers for me but you know when sort of like taking like a few steps back maybe i wouldn't have if there were other things in the film that would have absolutely floored me or maybe these things were perhaps less in proportion although they are sort of distributed quite i mean evenly so to speak but uh, i found it very hard to to not think about these things and i, and I found it very hard to think about why they did not bother me i'll just give you another example uh, not of this but another example of my feeling uh, is that hmm. when i wrote the first paragraph which is about like what i spoke about at the start of the podcast that like you know using this sort of a, a post independent style to liberate uh, a pre independent enslaved indians i honestly thought that would it be one of those films whose uh, 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 about whom my reaction would would either change or it would either because i did not leave the theater hating the film no i i still don't hate the film i i i would still even think i still say it's not a bad film at all absolutely it's it's perhaps even better slightly better than middling also so it's not that so I, I, and as you know right like uh, when we are writing about these films and all of that sometimes our our, our reactions or or our our real feelings come to the fore while writing the piece as i think it happened with you uh, with one film at least that i remember with raman raghav i'm sure there were other films as well and i'm sure there are many many films for me as well and, and other critics uh, too uh but i think uh, so i thought maybe i don't know let's see where this goes i don't know what my feelings are i'll just try to whatever but then when i started to write about the movie when i when i just started to like look at my notes or, or anything whatever i these things started to like you know ping me uh, uh more and more and i thought that you know it's just it it didn't work these things didn't work and i thought that it it just should have been that plus this very distinct feeling that the film did not make me feel as much now the thing is obviously uh, uh, the action scenes do elicit some strong uh, uh, emotions and they are almost all good emotions because you are admiring these things there's some adrenaline rush there is there are all sorts of things right but again say unlike bahubali or say unlike 
his other uh, 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 like uh, other films that sort of like straddle these two zones really well wherein you also get get quote and quote uh, human emotions where you sort of like feel for somebody uh, or a situation or a feeling or a character mostly character that i thought was really missing from uh, from rrr and obviously i mean these these very kinetic set pieces uh, are good and 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 they do their part but i also thought that the other half of the film whether it's a political or whether it's a even at, at a very humane level uh, i thought they did not do as much of their part for me as i, I would have liked them to so yeah that was my reservations yeah so um, i mean yeah no no pun intended but uh, the the <laughs> i remember like uh, between the podcast i was like i wanted to basically end with i wanted to speak about something i had a question towards the end of oh, yeah. the podcast this was more or less that question basically what you Achha. have basically described in the last uh, 10 or 15 minutes is exactly what i wanted to ask you saying that how much of it when you can see uh, obviously as you know we are not as acquainted with the whole thing as say uh, mm. a few reviewers in the south and uh, people who actually live there and who have watched rajamouli's films and who have grown up on mm. telugu cinema yes uh, granted but how much of it is sort of really valid when you are watching a film like this and when you can see these things in the film like even i did hmm. there is no saying yeah. that you know it yeah. see some of course there's the lord ram thing and then the ramayan mahabharat sort of such those are the overtones but the undertones yeah. as you said you know describing the gond tribe in the beginning of the film of course you know the man is from the nizam's sort of palace and he's the he's the general or the assistant of the nizam and the nizam and the british are sort of hand in hand basically so they are talking as say to a uh, privileged upper caste or yeah. say more powerful males would talk about the downtrodden uh, about the disenfranchised so that conversation i can still get where he's describing mm. them as a of animals basically saying they are like these mythical beings and is that I, i didn't i didn't mind the exoticization there because mm. uh, for me these were two ignorant uh, sort of uh, you know uh, people in power speaking about people they don't know much about and people they've only heard about and and people they made stories about and uh, and people they look down on so that was still okay but i did get obviously the the language that you described was if we, if i looked at it in other any other context that would have been a problem like when he tells alia but saying you know mai to ek gawar mai anpad gawar and i didn't see mm. all that uh, that you know ram did uh, and it it sort of just uh, flew by my radar and i didn't see it so those were the problems obviously mm. like that is basically that is basically ram rajamouli being a part of that scene in the beginning of the film mm. with mm. the british with the british officer and the nizam's guy uh, <laughs> rajamouli part of that uh, he is yeah. part of that and he is telling a story about people he uh, you can sense he's not very familiar with but people who he may or may not be lionizing because he doesn't know enough about like a lot mm. of us too right? like when we write about uh, when we write about uh, say dalit characters in our reviews when we mm. write about a like jund when we write about uh any of these films that are very high on uh, this kind of symbology on this kind of uh, on a very sort of grounded rooted kind of storytelling that comes from a certain 
um, whether it be geographical or cultural or socio political area uh, we tend to struggle with what language to use because for believe it or not and for better or worse we are upper caste critics writers talking mm. about films that are talking about difficult things and talking about people we don't know much about but we've only read about no, none mm. of us actually have been on the ground so i feel like rajamouli is that kind of filmmaker too where his intentions i feel are not bad i feel like mm. his ignorance shows through a lot of these scenes that you very very correctly described uh, a bunch mm. of those scenes i feel like his ignorance is upper caste and you know his privilege sort of just it sort of really stands out in those particular scenes and they are troubling in a film like this where you know sort of hindu iconography comes to the fore towards the end of the film uh, where you're basically just saying that these are two primary characters of uh, the ramayana and mahabharata joining forces uh, which as you said very rightly i don't have a problem with you know you know uh, mm. you want yeah, exactly. to about any in any film uh, sure you're not villainizing other uh, people to do the same sure because you know as we see bhim plays a muslim for half the film you know yeah. and th- that is not i didn't find that offensive in any way uh, yeah, i, yeah, I actually that, yeah i actually <clears throat> found that to be quite curious and thoughtful in the sense that you sense that the filmmaker maybe does not know uh, what he's doing but he wants to find out more and i when filmmakers are curious that's sometimes enough for me because none of them are perfect and most of them are flawed and their privilege shows through their films and a lot of like when you're watching gully boy for example that's a classic example right you're yeah. basically seeing you're basically seeing a filmmaker dive into uh, a part of mumbai she is absolutely not familiar with and she has no qualms actually admitting the same even through the film so we do see some caricatures in that film as well but you go with the overall feeling of adrenaline and of sort of broad strokes that the film so very well does uh, of sort of underdog dreams rather than muslim characters in dharavi or rather than uh, zoya akhtar not knowing enough about them and just hiring dialogue writers and hiring rappers and hiring people from the area to tutor her actors in the film or tutor her artists in telling the story or her writers um, I, i just felt like rajamouli is, is a little more very obvious because of the scale because sometimes you feel like the action and the spectacle is trying to hide what he doesn't know and what he's trying to basically paint broad strokes about and that happened in yeah. baubali as well as you uh, also pointed out and uh, i i just feel like he because he's inherently as at an advantage because of the kind of filmmaker he is because of the kind of craftsman he is he tends to hide these problems uh, much better than Uh, a lot of his colleagues in the south from whatever little i've seen in the last few years mm-hmm. say a film like pushpa or jay bhim uh, a bunch of the other films where you're basically essentially going either wrong in the language of the film a uh, language of the filmmaking or the tone of uh, tone of the narrative or the the sort of attitude towards a particular uh, section of the people in the narrative whether it comes from people who are well versed or people who are actually people who have lived that those lives uh, that doesn't matter because the end product is what we see and your attitude because if you are trying to tell the rest of india saying okay we are uh, uh, you know we have suffered for decades and this is our sort of point of view towards our uh, towards uh, our own community and uh, for our own community that in itself also can be problematic when you're telling a story on screen as we've seen with a with a few uh, filmmakers coming 
up the ranks in the last few years especially down south uh, they don't get it all right no 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 matter where they come from whether they are actually dalit filmmakers or uh, who are very well versed in caste politics down in the south who are very well versed with the caste blindness and the casteism in the film industry as well as well as among critics and writers and you know discourse makers uh, most of us come from privileged backgrounds so those filmmakers go wrong too so i feel like rajamouli also goes wrong from a very in a very basic sense and that's that's why i'm glad you sort of really came to that point before i was going to ask you about it because i didn't know how to frame the question uh, uh, <laughs> again thanks to my privilege because i i struggle a lot while writing reviews no, and wondering yeah, yeah. whether to address it and how much to address it because the film sort of tidied me through on mat- on basis mm-hmm. of its craft alone but then i try to think about how i feel about propaganda film or uh uh prof- propaganda filmmakers or sort of nationalist and jingoism uh, in hindi films and try to think about how where my politics sort of stops and where the filmmaking starts and where and vice versa as well and with rajamouli i have a feeling that uh, it's just the spectacle and the very fundamental rootedness of so, sort of masala mainstream filmmaking that he uses very well to Uh, tied over a lot of his other problems and i i would never want to see him make a smaller film because then he will be exposed as the kind of filmmaker we fear he actually is yeah i mean that's that's uh, quite well put and i mean i don't think that you know anything should compel a filmmaker to deviate from their uh, uh, original style or a style that they are most comfortable with and a style that they have uh, that doesn't come to many easily it's not just because the the big spectacles it, it could be any genre say like a slice of life or anything else um, rajamouli has a special gift for uh, for uh, uh, portraying spectacles on screen or just for the sake of spectacles but spectacles that sort of make sense in a in a larger narrative sense though i mean uh, i i would love to see some of his other films as well to understand uh, what is happening here because uh, isn't the uh, the director of his uh, uh, sorry isn't the writer of this film his fa- uh, his father is K- kv vijendra prasad his father no right is he uh, i is it i don't think so i'm not aware actually um, uh, just give me a second uh, uncle to mn cream no 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 i don't oh ha his son is rajamouli okay okay yeah. ha, ha. correct oh wow mn mn cream and rajamouli are related Hey, interesting. Yeah, that. Now, so this guy. Ha. Uh, huh. So now, with respect to that, I know I'm going on a tangent, but like, but uh, but I honestly, I I really want uh, to see. Obviously, Rajamouli make good more films. I also feel that the, that they shouldn't be like, necessarily politically quote unquote correct, but just that they should be. I mean, uh, uh, some sort of like uh, cognizance about the current uh, 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 political discourse, and, and I'm not saying that you should make films. to please the twitter users but there's a very distinct reason why a lot of people have been talking about these things because especially the hindi film industry or, or sorry the indian film industry has uh, historically shied away from from these things and when they do talk about these things it's uh, at times it's tinted uh, with a really condescending gaze anyway what's interesting is that uh, so uh, uh, this guy um, rajamouli's father i think he has uh, perhaps i think he's the uh, kv vijayendra prasad he been some rss member or something or whatever in the past which kind of i'm not sure i'm not <laughs> sure so don't i uh, listeners please don't sue me but what is interesting is definitely the fact that he wrote bajrangi bhaijaan which is a very good film i like yeah. the film but 
RSS does come into play in that film wherein Salman Khan is an RSS member and all of that. Anyway, I mean, it's, it's, these are just interesting things that you find out and and all of that. Not necessarily to be written in a in in a review because I mean it's not directly impacting yeah. or whatever. But there are just few things that uh, when a filmmaker does so uh, so many difficult things so well and uh, it's uh, it's just so rare to see that. Sometimes these kind of things uh, end up disappointing you. Uh, a bit or or i mean uh, you just hope that their intensity doesn't increase and and this is no way to say that like you know i uh, that rajamouli is of a certain way because his father is a certain way i don't even know anything about his father i mean apart from the fact that like whatever i just gave that bajrangi example and the fact that perhaps he could have been an rss sympathizer or maybe not i don't know. so they, these are just things that like you know are are, are kind of there at the at, at the horizon which which you think that okay i mean it's uh, it's not something that uh, that pleases uh, uh, you or uh, you know just uh, certain audience members like that so so yeah i mean it's yeah. just uh, it's uh, it's that, that that was that i would say i mean the just the fact that i i hammered in those points in the review i don't think i hammered them but but it also because i mean there were so many several other things that didn't work for me in the film that kind of also propelled me very uh, uh um make me more awake to the fact that what else was not working in the film and and then you sort yeah. of like come to a conclusion that ha yaar these things it, 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 it's just not um uh, is not gelling well together in my scheme of things so yeah that was that i would say yeah yeah absolutely and and you know uh, you know as as i was saying you know it for me it's um uh, for me at this point of history uh, at this point of time in indian cinema i feel like intent matters much more than the final result and uh, and very you know you very interestingly mentioned rajamouli and his father's sort of may or may not have history in you know sort of hindutva history to so to say and um, uh, i i just felt like that intent basically can come across in so many ways like for example the reason we people like us find kashmir files so wild is because the intent is so obviously trying to sort of yeah. capitalize on the current emotion in the country on the on the communalism on the hindutva uh, sort of feeling throughout the country and basically amplify the anti muslim angst in the country so uh, i just felt like i don't think rajamouli has reached that stage with his films mm-hmm. as much as there have been I... uh, as much as there have been like small small little like you mentioned and even in baubali and a lot of discourse down south also mentions the same which i've been aware of on twitter uh, mm. that you know there are uh, sort of please be aware of the fact that he has this inclination towards a particular sort of uh, point of view especially religiously mm. and politically but i don't think the intent is sort of really malicious to uh, to to sort mm. of demonize another community in order to glorify one i don't think i know the standards are low and i know that <laughs> is you know not the bar cannot be so low but it is true because you know in the end his filmmaking or his very simplistic and simple storytelling at the same point i feel like they still are enough to tide a lot of viewers over and a lot of uh, send a lot of viewers into the dark about you know his say roots or his upbringing or the what he subconsciously believes because i genuinely feel like uh, his ignorance is not flaunted in his films 
uh, as much as it just comes through or filters through in a lot of his writing or his scenes. I don't think he's uh, particularly uh, very deliberate about these things. I feel like they are, of course, this is entirely conjecture on my part, but they are a little more subconscious than uh, I'd imagine, especially him and his father sort of conceiving their films together. Uh, I feel like there is uh, there is a desire to sort of be more open-minded and I think in that desire to be open-minded about different communities, about different parts of history, sometimes they make mistakes and the ignorance shines through and that's why I didn't find, uh, maybe this did not become as problematic to me, even though it did accumulate quite a bit towards the end of the film, it, it did not become quite the deal breaker that it might that it should have been maybe uh, if I was say, uh, living down south and I had enough sort of experience or sort of uh, insight into his kind of filmography and in, into the discourse. But, you know, that said, I, I, I don't really believe that a film that originates from a particular region is only meant for that region, especially if it's someone like Rajamuli. It is universal and uh, all points yeah. of view are welcome. I feel like uh, our points of view are no less important than the ones that are emanating from down because uh, because it is that kind of film, it is that kind of filmmaker and it is that kind of event. Absolutely. And it, it'll be as foolish as saying that, like, say, I don't know, if you're from, say, Bangalore or Chennai or Vijaywada or Trivandrum, you can't talk about, I don't know, a Karan Johar or a Yash Chopra or, a, yeah. or a whatever, a, a very, like, a North, Indian filmmakers, so to speak. I think these uh, uh, these kind of like uh, territorial hogging about anything, especially when it when it comes to popular culture or or the, or the people who are sort of say responsible for creating it. Uh, it's um, I think it's a bit narrow-minded saying that, and it's 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 perfectly fair to judge a film just on its own. Obviously, I mean it helps. To know that, uh, to know the context of the filmmaker, has to know the history of what the filmmaker has done, or the history of, say, films being produced in that state or in that country or whatever. But boss, we are just people are people. We have limited time. There are things going on. You can only engage with whatever. So, so, so to sort of like impose all these restrictions that if you don't know X Y Z, you can't talk about A, because it kind of feels like that just it just goes against the very spirit of making, consuming, and appreciating art. Yeah, against the very democracy of art, so to say, also. like it's mm. just, uh, And you do tend to see this territorialism a lot between South and Bollywood movies, especially really? South and yeah. the artists. Yeah. I haven't seen this uh, a lot. It does uh, quite a bit. Uh, I feel like South, especially Chennai, the... Uh, you know, we as we call them jokingly, the knowledgeable Chennai knowledgeable crowd tend crowd. to be quite uh, condescending towards. And to be fair, yes, Bollywood has not earned its stripes at all. So yeah. it's fair to be <laughs> condescending towards the industry, but not so much to, towards uh, towards the discourse that happens there or the writers that come from there. And I tend to see a yeah. lot of sort of patronizing uh, uh, sort of jibes towards, uh, especially when people like us tend to review films from from there. Uh, there's uh-huh. a lot of sort of, I feel like the attitude isn't quite right. That's why I needed to mention it here. Uh, I'm sure we'll lose all our readers right now as we speak. But, <laughs> uh, but you know, it is what it is. And, and you know, uh, I, I feel like, uh, I, I, you know, in the same breath, I must say that a lot of writers from Chennai and from uh, uh, from the region in general tend to be far more insightful than a lot of writers 
in Bombay or Delhi about a lot of Hindi films too. So it works yeah. both ways. Um, yeah. And I love that the outside perspective is so often the more objective and the more insightful perspective. And that that holds for true for a lot of things in life, not just films, uh, not just yeah. art itself. Always uh, being an outsider sort of gives you the kind of perspective it uh, being an insider will never and vice versa as well. So I think that balance is always difficult to achieve. You can't be... Uh, uh, you know the king of all trades or basically the jack of all trades if you're a uh, if you're a film critic in India you have to choose a particular for professional reasons you have to choose a particular industry and a particular region and that is how it is but you know one is not exclusive of the other and uh, I guess that's a that's a good sort of note to end uh, this podcast on Tanul I'm, do you have anything else to add or uh, no no I think uh, yeah I'm I'm good yeah I think we were fairly. I mean, this was a this was yeah. a very enjoyable discussion actually because yeah, lots to unpack about RRR and uh, you know uh, we didn't get a lot of time to write the reviews even though Tanul watched it Friday morning. I came back on one thirty in the night on Thursday night, so it was more or less Friday morning sort yeah. of rush also ahead. And you you tend to not like uh, basically be able to touch upon everything you want in the reviews of especially of tentpole films like this, which you know everyone will read and. And sort of uh, react to so so it's good that you know we we could do this podcast and we hope you enjoyed listening to it as well and if you have any feedback do write into us as usual at travelnoless at gmail.com thakurtanul at gmail.com we'll be back yeah. soon uh, discussing the next uh, more uh, um, next interesting release and uh, till then stay safe and keep watching these films and do watch RRR of course uh, uh, especially if you haven't of course by now we've discussed all the spoilers and all but do uh, write in with your feedback about the film as well thanks for listening